on this episode of Quantum Week, November 16th through 22nd, 2008. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year. We talk about movies and music and headlines and our stories where we were at at that time. We are in uh, mid-November 2008 talking about Twilight uh, and uh, Paper Planes by MIA. Yeah, I say I called uh, MIA Mia on, uh, on Kirk Manahan show today. I honestly didn't know which one it was. No, I knew it was MIA. I, it's just, it shows you how like fast that show moves like it, and like I've always said MIA and well, it's, yet, the, it's got the dot. It's an it's, abbreviation. I, yeah. Right, right, right. Of course. But like, and I've always said MIA, like I've known that for, you know, whatever, for 14 years, but for some reason, I, and I was like, oh, it's so, but it is, it just, it shows you how when you're listening in your car, it's, it is, you know, it's just, it's just a little different just being there. Cause it is moving so quick that even though you, you know something, you still can say it wrong. Well, it's different from, Weird. it's different when you're listening to, also having to respond than just listening. I mean, you have, it's, it's two things you have to do, two, two parts of your brain. I'm yes. listening and then I have to know when I come in. It's a, it's a whole different experience. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I was, I was surprised I did that. I was like, oh, I should make a note of that because that's a good example of how, I, I don't know, it, it just, uh, it's, it's more difficult than maybe it appears or at least for me it is, I don't know. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, but yeah, so I just, yeah, but obviously it's MIA and I, I knew that, it's very strange. But the that other thing though is her first name is Maya and it's a, right. it's also a play on that as well because of the British accent of, of Mia, Maya. So there's yeah. that as well. I don't know. Yeah, okay. But, uh, MIA, but yes. uh, but we have Twilight and uh, Paper Plans by MIA. Right. Um, anything that we need to talk about? Patrons, patrons, patrons. Thank you, patrons. So we might have a... Um, Tickets going to go on sale for next week. Our live show on October eighth. Yeah, and we might have like a promo code for patrons. Oh, we'll definitely do that. And then, so are we talking about pricing here? Or do we want to do that off? Um, kinda, did we say twenty five? Right. I said twenty. Did we say twenty? I couldn't remember. Twenty and fifteen for the patrons. I don't think we talked about that. Yeah, we did. Now it's out there. A 15? long time ago. Fifteen for the patrons. That's quite a knockoff. So we should go twenty five and twenty. I 25 is a lot, right? For, for, no, no, it's easy for, I mean, think about no, not for like a live show. It'll be, we'll, we'll do a good job, right? It'll be a professional show. Oh yeah. We have, I mean, you're going to show up to it, right? And do, do a good job. Me? I'll do great. And are you, how are you going to do? I mean, I'm always awesome, yeah. but I'm just wondering, you've been so, so tired we're, lately. We're just, 25 and 20. I think so. Is that okay? Or no, I would go 20. I do 25 and, uh, and 15 would be fine. $10 off for patrons. Ooh, maybe 25, 20. Let's do 2520. Thanks, right. patrons. Yay. You hear that, guys? <laughs> Sorry. I'm just trying to no, make sure that we cover the room and any other of the expenses there, too. I don't mind. This is not going to be a huge money. We're going to sell this out or no? 186 seats. I find that unlikely. I think we're going to do it. Really? Yeah. Wow. More and more I think domestic. our optimism has shifted. Yeah. I mean, I would love to. I just think. I need I a bump in listenership has helped. The bump in patrons has helped. Well, that's um, true. That's true. But I, we, we've seen a growth. <laughs> Bring your family, please. Bring yeah, bring friends, family, homeless people. Any, anyone you can. Yeah, as long as you're the um, sheriff first. I don't want a stinky, stinky person in the front row. Um, all right, so 25 and 20 is what we're thinking? I think that's that seems reasonable. All right. Right? I don't know. If you guys can tell us if you think that's in, unreasonable, but I think it's reasonable. Um, yeah, pa- yeah I, don't, I, don't mind, cost- I don't mind putting that out to the patrons and like, yeah, if you guys think yeah, it's Yeah, if you crazy, think it's unreasonable, then can, let us know. Yeah. Yep. You can DM us, whatever, or whatever, and just... And uh, if you're like, hey, that's really outrageous. We'll, 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 it's our first one. We don't really know. Where yeah, we don't really. We're know. trying. We're just like trying to find a fair. 
price for it. We said this before. If it was a hundred, we would definitely sell it out. I, I'm really yeah, confident there. I am too. In that. Yeah, I know. That 80, Even 125, 186. So that's a lot. I know. That's, uh, I'm starting to get more and more confident though. Just because of the bump we've had yeah. in the last couple months. We might. Yeah, yeah we might do it. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun. And I saw that you tweeted out and a bunch of people have responded with their ideas of what would be a good show. Some good ones in there. Some too, good actually. ones. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I still haven't seen a better one than Shawshank. I just don't know if that's okay. I see you. I, well, Kirk made a good point well, uh, at the end of the episode today. And he was just like, he thinks it should be like a bad movie. And I'm like, I agree. I think it's funnier to shit on something. It is. But my thing is like, and I say it on, on air to Kirk, but I'm like, I don't know if there are too many bad movies everyone's seen. We want to pick a movie that people have, most people have seen or, you know, uh, Although they do have a month to see it. I know, but sale. it's a big ask. That's true. You know, like, huh. I think they'd probably want to, I think that the people sure who are coming to the people show would, but not everyone would, or what if like the hut, you know what I mean? Like yeah. bringing the spouse, you gotta make it, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, this should be something that's pretty well known. Yeah. So like someone DM me and said like idiocracy. I'm like, oh, that'd be a really fun movie to talk about. It's a funny, interesting movie, but no one's seen it. No, really you know? a cult film. Um, And then, you know, other movies, I know people have brought up uh, like uh, clerks, like, eh, I, I know I gotta like a lot, I yeah. got a lot of, I just think it's not that it's obscure. A lot of people have seen it, but I think it's like, that's such a narrow band. Like if you're under a certain age, you probably haven't seen it. And if you're over a certain age, you certainly haven't seen it. That's true. And it's just too, I don't know. I don't mind having the Kevin Smith discussion. I think it'd be an interesting discussion to have. Sure. But uh, I, I, um, right now I'd rather go Shawshank than Clark. There's also Donnie Darko, which we'll probably never run into. Donnie Darko is a good one. Um, which would be a really interesting one to cover. It would. Same kind of thing, though. It's a really narrow band of people who have seen it. Really? If you're not I've, Gen X, you probably haven't seen it. Yeah, you're probably right. So, um, but it's tough. Like you, like you said, though, any movie, though, that had a small box office is probably going to have a narrow band because it's a cult. And yeah. usually it just speaks. When cult movies happen, usually it just speaks to a certain generation. And, yeah, And you sense. have kind of that narrow band. So, right. no, Donnie Darko is a good good one. Um, yeah. I, I I think more people have probably seen Shawshank. I think Shawshank is so yeah is a different status. I'd yeah. rather be in that status. Like you know, I know we already covered it. and It's a huge hit, so it's not the best example. Like a Top Gun is something like everyone just knows. Shawshank, right. everyone, Forrest Gump, everyone knows. Right. I'd like it to be something that everyone just kind of knows. But ideally, it's something something bad would be a more interesting conversation to have. But I don't love that it's not either a poll or by chance. Like I don't love picking it. I don't love that part. I don't. I don't love putting something like this in the hands of like fate. Well, science or is like the thing too is like when you put a poll out there, and that's fine, and I enjoy doing. It, we'll do it for the Christmas shows for sure and everything. But like, you know, a lot of people who vote in the polls might not even be people that like don't even listen to our show necessarily. That's true. You know, if like you know if we retweet it, you know, it might be Jerry people, it might be you people from who know even Kirk, or just or people just just don't really listen to many episodes who would have yeah. no intention of going to a live show. I know, but I think probably most of them are though. I think that would skew more towards people who are fans of the show. Maybe, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to the live show. Though. But it also shows us a good example example of what what like the zeitgeist says. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I, I hear you. I, I, there's no good way to pick this movie, is what I'm saying. No. Um, so far, I have I yet to see anything even remotely close to Shawshank for me, honestly. The other thing is I don't love the time period. So that would be 94. Right. Don't love it. I mean, I'd rather be an 80s movie. I'd be, I would be much more willing. To, so whatever we pick is going to be an older movie, I think. Just yeah. So people have seen it. Right. So I'm not against a movie from the 80s, um, but it's tough. You go too far back, though, when we ran into this, no this show. 
people haven't really seen it. Yeah. And it hasn't really connected. So it almost kind of has to be something from either the late 80s or 90s. Yeah. Or maybe the very early 2000s. Someone else mentioned, how, how about like a, a Wes Anderson film? Yeah, that'd be cool too. Um, like a Royal Tenenbaums kind of thing. Um, so, I mean, there are, are options. Um, yeah, Rushmore would probably be even harder to run into for us this show. It right? would be, but has everyone seen Rushmore? I mean, yeah. I know if you're listening to this, you're probably, I, I just, I want, if you're, I mean, if you listen to our show, you're probably movie fans. Maybe you have, maybe I'm being too, I just think about like the spouses. Like you're bringing someone, it has to be something people have. Then some they should, of. then it's their responsibility to have their, their spouses watch it with them. Don't you think? I mean, there's only so much we can control for that. Like we do our show and they like it or they don't. I just, I, I like the idea of it being more, I don't know, like Rushmore is so film geeky though. I, just I, I rather, love Rushmore. I'd rather you think of the fans. Think of like, what will our fans, not their spouses, don't worry about them. Think about our fans who are coming to the show. Their intention is to well, come I to think see about how us. we're from, like, promoting the show. Like, I mean, we definitely have, whether it's for, you know, uh, good reasons or bad reasons or whatever, people definitely think, people, we, our show has a, people look at our show as being kind of snotty. Or that's like, true. And if we pick Rushmore, I mean, that's like, that's so film, that's like Pitchfork. I know, I know, you know, I know. for movies, I and I love Rushmore. It's yeah. not at all. I mean, I love Die Darko. I love, I love all these movies you're talking about. But it is very film geeky click. Well, then we could pick a, a blockbuster. I'd rather, right, right, but right, but ideally, that's why Shawshank is so perfect because Shawshank really is a blockbuster now. But it opens so small, we wouldn't. It's like the perfect. Yeah. Like what else is in that mix? I don't know. I don't know either. It's a tough. It is. I agree. There aren't many films like that. Like another one that we wouldn't do for this show. I understand, but like. It's a Wonderful Life didn't do very well in the box office and then became like a sensation later Huge, on. Right. So something was same, same with Shawshank. Actually, both were nominated for Best Picture uh, and lost. I'm sure we're both in dead last for their years. Um, it's funny how those movies about like the good in people don't do as well. Maybe, but then have this long shelf life. They almost be, because it's such a timeless thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. You guys think of some ideas. I'm, I'm, we're, we're both obviously we're both open to suggestions. Absolutely. Um, and hopefully one day we, we get the right one. But um, we want to talk about Twilight, another classic film. Yeah, another classic film, um, which I heard you defend. You love vampire films. I heard you defend this on uh, KMS today. <laughs> I didn't today. defend it. I'm that, glad I caught that's the a first bad half of the, uh, That's the kind of defense you get from a lawyer. You might want to. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. I think it's, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Oh, it's trash. This is a fucking trash bad. movie. This is a trash. You and Ebert are so dumb on this movie. You like yeah. this so much. Me and, Ebert, and Roger Ebert, Ebert are so dumb. Two and a half stars from Ebert. He's though. higher than I had. Yeah, what do you give it? Uh, I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a C minus. Yeah, that's that, that's a thumbs down for me. That's much too high. That's much too high. This is so bad. Every part of this is bad. It's interesting and weird. Uh, yeah, but I it mean, is, it's but weird because they. It's it's like a not professional film. That's why it's. That's sometimes why it's weird. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. It's a very strange movie. I don't know if I've seen so many movies like this. Battlefield Earth is like this. No, the way not. that it's shot it's is very similar to that. The editing on this film is that level the bad. The editing is rough. It like that level bad. There's like real continuity issues. There's real like editing. Like there's like, like It's like they're catching them in surprise. Like, oh, you yeah. said action? Like, oh, like they're Or sometimes they'll cut away and they're like standing in different parts of the room. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> so where'd like, you what? go? And, uh, well, there's a reason why though. Uh, uh, for that. For the the, uh, the the director sucks? No, it's kinda not her fault. So um so when they Oh, so this is this is so shocking to hear. This this was kind of a mess to get made. Um, they had uh, X amount budgeted for this movie. I think it was around sixty million or something like that. Maybe it was a little less. <sighs> My God. Um, and they got into heavy duty negotiations with the writer. Uh, was it Meyer? Uh, yeah. Is that right? We should, uh, wait. Writer, we should probably know that. 
Um, let me see here. I have it right here. Sorry. Uh, Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. Okay. So they get into negotiation with her, and she's, I don't know, it was her book publisher. They were not fooling around. They were, they were playing business. And they basically, like, break the studio over the coals. And, um, but isn't that pre-budget, though? Isn't that, like, we need to know what this thing is going to cost for us to get the light? Oh, okay. Right. You're exactly right. Idea yeah. that would happen, yeah. right? So yep. we know how much we pay. So we can... So the $60 million budget at the end of the day or whatever it was, that's a ball, that's a crisp guess, but it's probably pretty close. Yeah. Got whittled down to 37 million. Okay. Wait, it gets worse. They paid like over $20 million. I don't know. It could be, I could be wrong, but, but I, I think there's also back end stuff going on. They definitely paid a handsome price, more handsome than they'd expected. And it, it drastically affected the budget. Does 20 million though? Like, is that, is that, it's has that happened? Guess. I don't want to spend too much time. On it. It's okay, a crisp okay. guess, all right, all but right. it's a pretty educated guess. So the problem was because this was all happening during pre-production, they'd already basically committed, not basically already committed to the locations being in Canada. And then a lot of it shooting in North in Seattle. I mean, it looks like the Pacific Northwest, which, so yeah. which is where it yeah. takes place, which is right. great. But the problem is that's expensive, especially in Seattle. We'll talk about this. I think the last Patreon show, yeah. there isn't that infrastructure, right? There is in Vancouver for sure. Um, that's where a ton of TV shows oh, are shot. Yeah, exactly. Ton a of ton movies of, too. A ton of Canadian shows are shot there. Yeah, but it's more the the, the Hollywood. Like you have Hollywood Union. The, the, in Vancouver is basically like Hollywood North. It's very, very, very easy to get films made there. But they were doing this in some of the places where it wasn't typically done. Sure. Like North Seattle movies just aren't made there. And um, so you're that's going to cause an expense because you don't have typical lodging things yeah. like that for the, for people. And then on top of it. She really wanted to work with Kristen Stewart. They auditioned a bunch of girls for this, and Kristen Stewart was the one that that screamed out, which was a great casting move for them. Hardwick wanted to do that. Hardwick, Hardwick was committed to her, but here's the problem. Chris, uh, oh, what was the fuck is this girl? Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Seventeen years old. Yeah, I know she's a kid. Right. Well, that's a problem when it comes to shooting. Yeah. So you have 37 days to shoot this movie, or something like that. You had like a, you had a very short time to shoot this movie. <laughs> And she can only work five hours a day. <laughs> and she's in almost every scene. Yeah. So they had her, as you can tell, they had to rush it. Yeah. And it looks rushed. It, and like I said, you see editing these were like, they're, you know, one, you have like a full shot of the room yeah. and Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson are talking. And then the next camera shifts and they are literally in different spots. Yes. And it's yes. not because the vampire moved fast because they got the blocking wrong. Cause right. they're rushing. Right. And you know, Clint Eastwood, when he does a movie and he rushes, all right, well he, he's, Directed two best picture winners. He he can get away with it. He knows how to he knows how to make that work. Yeah. Catherine Hardwick isn't Clint Eastwood. No. And uh, you see the cracks in the veneer. And um, that's it. You know, regardless of what you think about the plot or you think about this genre of film, which is not really for matter myself, the filmmaking here is indefensibly sloppy at times. It's really sloppy. But I don't think it's anyone's fault. Well, I mean, it's, I guess it's a lot of people's well, fault. Well, right. So it's, just, it's I don't. It's, I wouldn't blame Hardwick. Is what I'm saying. <sighs> okay. Well, I mean, the buck stops entirely. Okay. You, okay. All right. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. that. A lot of it falls on her. You're right. You're right. It has to. Right. If I had to blame one person, it's her. But there were some mitigating circumstances that. And she could have. She could have budged with uh, Stewart. I mean, this is not. It, well, the studio wanted her to. Studio didn't want her to get to do Stewart because the studio's like she's not 18. Well, not only yes, and she, yes, and this is not a professional performance either. I think it is. I disagree. I don't think she does well she's at all. A teenager, no. dude. It's a teenage movie. Yeah, she stops and starts her her reactions. It's kind of her thing. I know. I hate it. It sucks. Eh, well. And it doesn't work. I don't think it works. It doesn't seem natural at all. She seems confused about what she's trying to emote. She, she, how do you not understand this character either? Well, doesn't she has a, it's like it, a simple character. I don't know, man. It's like her style is disaffection. Now 
it, it can work or it can't work. I mean, whatever. I think in this role, actually, it works pretty well. In other stuff, I think it doesn't work uh, as well. I also think it has a pretty tired shelf life, a pretty short shelf life. Like, I wonder how she, she's in the um, new Princess Die movie coming out at the end of the year. Not, not interested there's some There's some talk she might get uh, a, a nomination. She was in Adventureland, and actually, I thought that was okay. She was good in that. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, which is a much better movie than this. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's better in that. She also doesn't have to carry that movie either. No, she doesn't, because you got Eisenberg. You also have... Uh, uh, um, what's his, yeah, yeah. He was, just um, in the, he was just in The Proposal with us. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, thank you. Um, yeah, so, and it's there's, also, there's a cast. but it has a very deep bench. It does, yep. That's a um, well-casted movie. Yep. And she's good in it. She's um, good, yeah. It, it works. That, that one works. It's tough when your lead is, like, moody and disaffected, because, like, part of the lead or part of the protagonist is us caring about it, right? Yep. So, like... If she seems that she doesn't kind of give a shit, sometimes she doesn't give a shit, it's hard for us to give a shit. And the vampires are going to be cold by nature, so we need a warm presence to counter that, and she's not it. I don't know if, well, that might be just a narrative thing. That's not on her. I think the story is, I think she's supposed to be kind of cold. I think it's how she fits in with them. This movie, this is a, this is a, like, the B actors are in this movie. You have a, you, a $60 million movie like this is, or a $40 million movie. You have nobody of consequence in here. Okay. And now you're going to tell me Pattinson. And I'm going to say this movie killed Pattinson for me. I have such a hard time watching him in movies now, even though he's done. That's in, on you. No, it's not on me. He, yeah. he's, I mean, he's moved. He's, no, he, no, he did. Fo- no, he's done other he's, he's done everything right. movies, but he's done everything right. Since this was over, he basically went to film school after this, after these movies and he went and worked with different directors. It's doing hard. really weird films and he basically like instead of coasting on the reputation instead of coasting on like look at tyler lautner and look at his career oh he had one like action film after these yeah and pattinson obviously is a much better actor but but a big reason is better because he's so committed to the craft like pattinson's like all right i did these movies now he could just coast on that and be like a teen idol whatever but he's like no no no. i'm basically gonna throw that away pretend it never happened only just use that clout now to work with interesting directors. Yeah. Do really small movies like Good Time, which is fantastic. And High Life is good too, actually. I haven't seen that. But yeah, it's, um, it's neat. He also did like a, like a Western that was like Western on a, it's not a great movie. It. Yeah. Um, but it's like almost like a, a, a female Western. Yeah. But he yeah. plays like a coward in the film. He's quite good. Um, he's really, and he just basically, I haven't seen The Lighthouse, have you? Uh, I don't, it, it's interestingly made. You might like, it's out I there. I want to see it. I, I know because it. it's got Defoe and Pattinson yeah. and they're both good. The movies, it's, it's too arts. It's not, it doesn't hit for me. You might like it. I give anyone like that. I love that director. That's the director of the witch, which is right. a phenomenal movie. Yeah. And uh, this was, this is not as good, but, but they're both good. And I mean, anyone who's willing to make, I don't know. I, I he loves movies and he loves the idea of like, he <sighs> loves the, being the yeah. craftsmanship of being an actor. And he's like, I'm not gonna, I'm going to basically do this. I'm going to go to film school, but do it in real time. It's pretty cool. I know. I'm sorry. This stained, this stained uh, him for I, me. That's, that's a Toronto thing. I mean, I mean, no, I think it's a pretty okay reaction to have. You see. He's Batman now, so maybe not. I mean, now I'm he's, gonna, a, he's I know, a movie I'm star. Ha- I, mean. I know. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to see him there. And he's good in Tenet, too. I like I liked Tenet. I haven't I'm, seen Tenet I'm yet. I'm the only yeah. one, but uh, I like Tenet. I think he's good. And so he's it's, so, good it's not like it's much of a stain. And you're, you're, no, but every time I see him, so I like High Life, I like Good Times, I like Tenet, and I see him, and I'm like, I like these movies, but I just have a hard time. I, I'm having a hard time with him. I, I think really he's am. quite good in this, in Twilight. Oh, he's shit in this. No, he's, he's a fucking piece of shit in no, this. No, he's not. He's actually really good. There's not much to work with there. There's nothing to work with. I agree. So if part of it is the absolute bullshit script. Part well, of it yeah, is the absolute I, bullshit directing, but he's not good in it either. Oh, he's he's not the worst vampire, though. His who's that fucking? Oh, that um, family is awful. Uh, Jackson Rathbone. 
Uh, he, he almost so that, he almost had the lead. He was he was in the final four. That motherfucker looked bewildered the entire movie. I kind of like that. Actually, like, actually, I didn't mind that. Like he, how but old they is say he? He's like, like a newer vampire, right? He's not that new. He's probably he's probably at least decades old, and he's never he's never seen the world before. I don't mind that performance Ooh. if it's so if it's so weird because I, I don't. But like some of the other performances in that family, like the <sighs> uh, some of the females in that family were uh, really not, bad performances. Not good. And not like good. they try that tries to be the comic relief and it just falls so oh, flat. It's, it's not funny. That baseball scene in particular is, is horrendous. Oh my god. It's very strange and weird, and not it's strange and weird in a fun way. It's strange about, or weird, like in a, like if you mention like this not being a professional movie, the baseball scene is your best argument because that does not feel like a professional. No. And what about uh, fucking poor man's Brad Pitt there, that James guy? Ah, oh, he's terrible too. James. James is the guy that hunts her down. Oh, well, that's part of the problem. With the movie. So look, this movie's not good. This is, uh, this is I'm not gonna. This you know, is trash. The, the, it's not. I don't think it's trash, but it's it's close. It, it's not trash. Uh, the villains are so weak, you know. You know, I guess it, so. In the book, from my understanding, I guess you don't see the villains until the last fourth of the book. Oh wow! Uh, here you see them pretty early too. They actually felt like no, we got to flush these out a bit more because you can't just introduce villains. Yeah, because then why? What's the point of them coming after? I, I think, need some sort of conflict. I think they're introduced way too. I know they have some time, like in the beginning, where you, they kill someone. And, yeah, uh, they do. Yeah, but you really don't. But you, you see them kill. You two don't people. meet them until the baseball game. No, you don't. And it's like uh, these people, like they, they seem so. I, I, it's hard to even feel the threat because we know what the Pattinson's family can do. They all seem pretty powerful. They do. So then why are we scared of these three? Shouldn't be. Like, they don't really explain that very well. They don't. And in, uh, you know, vampire lore, of course, uh, oh, the geez. older the vampire, the stronger they are, but they don't, they don't say that here. So well, you, could, you could have, no, but you could have explained that away by saying these are older vampires are stronger. Well, you love vampires. You said, but you said before, in the show, you, you love want vampires. to be a vampire. You're the one who's defending this piece of shit movie. I love vampires. I'm not really defending it. Uh, but you, you said before you want to be a vampire. We've had a discussion in the interview with Vampire when we watched that one. You said you want to be okay, a vampire. Okay, well, listen to that fucking episode. Let's you, talk about you, this but, one but here. No, but you said you, but you love vampires. You said you want to be a vampire, you know? You, you, said love, you, this, you love this fucking movie. I don't. I'm giving You're it a C to, minus and thumbs down. What do I love about it? I'm saying this is many problems. C minus is like way too high. You are being very forgiving. And what then are you on the show it, today, what are you going to give it? D minus. I mean, this is- On the show, I said it's not as bad as I thought it would be. It was a tough watch, I think I even said. But like, what is the redeeming? You're saying that Pattons is the redeeming? Yeah, Pattons is the best part. Of the oh movie. my god, he's yeah. so bad. There, this whole and thing. And also, is just shit. the movie being odd. It's odd, but it just seems I uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not as uh, astute as you are with film, but no. when I looked at it, I'm just like, this is not a professional movie. That's I mean, why it's look, odd. Don't get me wrong, this is not a good movie. And I actually watched the movie. I felt kind of bad for that generation who watched it because, like, when we were kids, um, I guess the closest comp I have is like Fright Night. Yeah. Which is a pretty good movie. It's it really fun. There's a lot of laughs. Yeah. Um, it's has some scares in it. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. But this is so downbeat and it and it's just so it's it's just uh, it's like it's so disaffected. But it's it's just very even if you like it or don't like it, it's very maudlin. It's it's very yeah. it's depressing. And it's like, oh that's like movies it's kinda sucks that, that generation didn't have uh like a fun movie like in this vein. Yeah. I feel like this is so serious at times and it's just eh. The only right thing that Ebert said in his whole trashy fucking review of this, where he gave it two and a half stars, was bullshit, Ebert, um, was that uh, he recommended seeing Let the Right One In, which is the Swedish vampire I've not movie. Seen it. That's a very good vampire mm. movie. It's super, it's dark and interesting. It's, it, that one's weird. It's a really cool premise. I would highly recommend seeing that one. Um, like that, that's a vampire movie done right. This is, this is like, this is just pulp. Bullshit. I don't think it's even pulp. I think pulp uh, exudes like more entertaining. I guess funny. so. It's yeah, really I, guess so. I guess so. I guess so. It's, I guess so. it's like a, 
I mean, it's like a bad, you know, it, it, yes, it is. It's a bad, like, young adult novel. It's a bad YA novel, which is, I guess, what it is. I've never read the book. Um, I'm sure Matt. No, but no, I have, no of course I haven't read this book. Come I know on. you've seen this movie, so. I've, I've seen this one movie. It's yes. weird that you see this, like, oh, you said, why? You said some girl dragged you or something? Uh, like, why yeah, did you yeah, see yeah, this? yeah, yeah. Have you seen the sequels too? Just no, like, just this one. We've talked about that on air too. Right, yeah, so we'll, sure. I don't know. We're yeah. going to cover the second one in this, so get no, ready. No, we're not. No, we're not. This movie made a lot of money. So, <sighs> I'm just saying, we gotta, yeah, we gotta find out what happens to Bella, you know? <laughs> Strap in, baby. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't give a shit. Don't fucking cast a 17 year old actor. Well, uh, you can, you can cast him. I mean, they, only have 37 days to make the fucking movie. That's not great. Oh. That's a mistake. She sucks in this. I don't like her anyway. I think. Uh, well, that's a whole different argument. That's one I, I'm, I'm not going to have with her because I, I'm, she's not my favorite either. So, um, I, I don't, I don't entirely disagree. Um, I think for this role, actually, it's not bad. Um, but I think it's like I said, I, I don't really see what the ceiling is on her. I feel like that disaffected, uh, too cool for school. It's like, ah, I don't really care. No, you have to emote. She cannot yeah, emote. She doesn't no, emote. Not at all. No, you're right. They have to care about something. They I have agree. to make us care about something. I agree with you. Or we don't also care think about her you. father is not a very good actor. Uh, he's all name. right. He's uh, fine. Um, Billy Burke. Yeah, Billy Burke. He's. I've seen him in some like. Not no. I've seen him in some TV he's shows in, uh, or he's something. In Revolution, the CBS series Never Zoo. Seen that. No. Um, he's in uh, the movie Red Riding Hood, which is what Hardwick made after this. So that's interesting. Oh, right, with uh, Amanda Seyfried, right? Or Seyfried. That's right. Uh, so. So this is the only movie of a series that Hardwick directed, which is very odd. I mean, this movie made over 400 uh, internationally, made over 200 uh, domestic. And Hardwick, you know, this movie didn't cost much to make, like we talked about. This yeah. is a huge hit. And they went to Hardwick and said, hey, you know, you, you want to do the next movie? And she said, sure, but I, I want more time. I want to spend some time and actually do this right. You know, we kind of rushed the last one. Let's, let's kind of... Yeah. And she was like, no, 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 no. We want this movie to come out next year, which is the right move for the studio. Actually. Yeah, um, it makes sense. They're not, out, they're not trying to make Godfather 2 here. No. You know? So, and these cast is only getting older. So, uh, and they're like, no, no, we want a movie like next year. And she's like, well, I can't do that. It's going to be shitty and sloppy again. They're yeah. like, all right, so we're going to get somebody else. We're just going <laughs> to. So they went and got the, what, the Chris, or was it Whites? Oh, I don't know. Uh, he, you know his stuff. Or uh, Chris Wentz. You know, let me. Oh, Wentz. Um, you know his stuff. Um, Chris Whites, I'm sorry. He's directed uh, American Pie, which we've seen. Okay. Uh, about a boy. Um, oh, that's, which, that, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's probably his. Um, Hugh Grant, right? Yes, I believe so, right? Yeah, he um, ran uh, Oh, he produced In Good Company, which is a movie I like a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's not a great director. The Golden Compass, I guess his- the Golden Compass is not good. I saw that. About a boy's his- Yeah, that's probably- well, American Pie, obviously. Yeah, that's not very- We, we saw we, Yeah, That's not so, very good. Um, not a great director, but- uh, Did he do the, the next three? No. He just did they, one? Yeah, he did one. I think, they, I think at that point, they were so into churning these out. They, I think they had different directors for each of these. Jesus Christ. Like, we'll, just, we'll just get the machine going, baby. Because that way you don't need to worry. When he's in post, you, don't need to, you can get somebody else to do pre. Right. Like you can just get like a... A conveyor fucking, belt. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's exactly what... It was 8, 9, 10, and then 12, right? 2008, 9, 10, 12? Something like that. It's yeah. So they, they really five just, of these. There's a fifth one? Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, three, and then they split the last two up. Pretty wild, right? Into uh, part one, part two. Jesus yeah. Christ. Five of these? But wait, come on. Five of these. Can we give this the R. Kelly treatment? We don't have to go. 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012. One a year. It's wow. Ju- it's just as terrible. That what? is a lot. Yeah. That is intense. We can ban this from the show, right? No, no, no. What do no. you mean? The next one is, uh, we have to do the next one. New Moon. That sounds good. No, it doesn't sound good. You know very well this doesn't sound good. This is a bullshit movie. We got to <laughs> cover good or bad. We got to cover these movies. We don't have to cover R. Kelly anymore. Why, can't, why do we have to cover this? No, this is no, just as offensive. No, no, no. We have to cover them. 
Get part of our show. I don't want to. Anna Kendricks in this. What do you think about her? I think well, it's her so weakest performance I've ever seen her give. Oh, yeah. She's, but, but she has a very, like, she has a no part. Yeah, I mean, she's not weird good, part though. She's no, she's like, not good. She's a good actress. She's not good here. No, she's not. Yeah. I don't know. It was, what was she, what did she do before this? Oh, I, no, not much. She had, like, audition yeah. for this. Like, she was, like, yeah. she's nobody. Right. Yeah, this kind of put her on the map. Did she, was, um, was it Up and Away? Was that the one that, that was her breakout when she did the one with Clooney, right? It's not Up and Away. What's it called? Uh, yeah, um, you're, you're exactly right. The movie about the traveling salesman. Yeah, yeah. It's that quite was, good. That was her, up in the air. It is good. Up in the air, right. And she's, she is very good I think good I her best picture, I think. I think you're right. It's quite good. Yeah. Um, and she's quite good in it. She is. Much she's, better than She's this. really young there, too. I think she's in her early 20s in oh, that. Oh, yeah. And she does a good job. But, like, but she did that before she did like the Pitch Perfect movies, right? Around the same time. Okay. Yeah, she's good. I, I I like her. Yeah. Um, but not not good here. But no no one's good here. This is really a B level cast. I think there Pattinson is... stands out for me. <sighs> He's not. But some of the cast is incredibly weak. Some like I said, some people are ridiculously weak. Yeah. The vampire family is really bad. Yeah. And no, then, I'm, 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 I'm on a fence between a C minus and a D plus here. Um. Good. Let me talk you down to a D plus. I'll go with C minus because it's weird enough. <sighs> Just to piss me off. That's I was, why you I was I was like not. Like, I definitely enjoyed watching this more than I enjoyed Order of the Rings. I like that. No. Yeah. No. I wasn't as bored. Oh, this is so boring. No, I wasn't as bored. It's just because it was odd. You saw, but it's not yeah. odd. It's just bad. They just did a bad, bad job. that. I was not. Like, Order of the Rings is a better crafted film. Yeah. Right. By far. Yeah. Um, but this was more, I was more entertained. And I, when I do the ratings, I'm doing it by entertainment. I'm going to stick with my C minus. So just for the record. Yeah. You enjoyed watching this more than you watched, uh, than you than you enjoyed watching Lord of the Rings. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, there's nothing to be said for that then. Okay. I mean, all right. What Lord of the Rings is fucking long and boring. This was shorter and less boring. This is. It's not even comparable. This isn't even in the. That was. Yeah, that wasn't amazing, but. This is. Remember Princess Mononoke? I do remember that. Yeah, that was worse too. Nah. Yeah. I enjoyed that. That was weirder. I'd rather watch, I'd rather watch New Moon than Princess Mononoke 2 if it was such a thing. This is New Moon? Oh, no. You're saying the next yeah, one's yeah, New yeah. Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be more excited to watch New Moon than the Two Towers. Oh, no. Yeah. No. And I, you don't see me trying to ban Lord of the Rings. I, I, see, unlike you, you know, I'm, I'm a real man. Uh, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> well, <laughs> you are tired if that's what you came up with. I am tired. No, but uh, no, but I'm at least willing to, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll watch these movies. I'll, you know, it does, it does speak to my. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, this is exactly what you're looking for in a movie. I know, I get it. Yeah, yeah you love this. Shit. Definitely shows how. Um, is there anything else we need to talk about? With better this person fuck, than you. It's not a yeah, better person because you like Twilight. No, you should read the books too, man. Just get get really involved. <laughs> I think that's next. No, no, no. Better person because I'm willing to to go all. Watch the movies I don't want to watch. I'm yeah, willing yeah. to suck Even it up. the offensive ones it. like this one, like like the offensive music, like R. Kelly. You're willing mm. for that one too? Well, offensive for me, I, I guess the comp there would be like Woody Allen movies, but I think we'll, we probably should cover those. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We yeah. haven't, it's funny. But that's that something I, I honestly, I, all kidding aside, I try not to watch Woody Allen movies in like my real life. Yeah. I, I saw Manhattan a few years, like a decade ago, and I, know, I was so I grossed out. I'm like, yeah. I can't do this anymore. I, I, I kind of blackballed him from my life but if he comes on the show we will cover yeah him. we should probably because he's a big part of film well history. and we would at least have to do one so we could talk about it well, no i, I mean yeah I mean, if it comes up we'll, we'll do it uh i'm not in a rush to do it but if it comes up and it's the one we picked that makes the most sense to cover we certainly will because he is a huge part of film he is anything else you want to talk about i know no. you've been you've been itching to talk about twilight you liked it so much twilight. you and ebert no 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 i'm fucking <laughs> That's why I want to do this fucking movie. 
You're badass. I am. You are. You're much cooler now you're older. Wait, what was that? You're much cooler now you're older. I've always been cool. Ah. Okay, so that's uh, MIA. Uh, this is uh, Paper Planes, of course. Yes. And um, I really like this song. It's an odd one. It's definitely repetitive, so I could see, you know, getting sick of it or whatever. But uh, I think it's a very innovative song, and she's super innovative. I didn't really know her music until we covered this. I've, I've, I wanted to cover it because I was familiar with it, and I've always thought it was cool. But uh, this album is good. And it's very good. I and mean, Rolling Stones, it was the ninth best of the year, I believe that, or that decade or something. They gave it a crazy, like, crazy review. Yeah. yeah like, like four and a half stars. And yeah, yeah. a lot of people really love this, uh, this album. I, I think the album is quite good. I wouldn't say it's great, but a lot of people love it. I think it's very good. Uh, a little top heavy, but, but some of the, the, the good songs are great. Yeah. Some of the best songs are great. Um, this song's fantastic. It is something about it's, it's a, a top good, 10 song we've covered. I think and we've covered some good ones, but it is up there. Yeah. It's a strange song because it's so hypnotic. And so weird. It's a down tempo sample. Okay, so here's the. Let me find the. Uh, um, sample, sample, sample. Is it this one? Uh, bear with me. Sample, 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 sample. Oh, yeah, that's it. This is it. This is it. Nope, that's not it. Was that too loud for you? No, I'm trying to turn it up because I can't hear anything. Oh, I just hit the wrong one. Here it is. This is a sample. One of the samples. I had no idea what this was. That's pretty interesting. You don't know what this is? No. Did you not? Do you know what it is? No, no. I know what it is now. Oh, no. Yeah, you're asking, buddy. I don't know. I've never heard it before in my life. It's, it's really a, interesting. It, it's awesome. It's straight to hell by The Clash. Oh, wow. And it's a down tempo, so so they slowed it down. Oh. So it feels like a little just more relaxed. Yeah. And then they took the drum beat and did the same thing. So the drum beat's really herky-jerky. It's a, it's um, it's the sample, and when someone's playing drums and they play it like faster in time and you slow it down, invariably they're going to miss. They're, nothing's going to be exactly on the beat. When you slow it down, you can really tell. And it is. Like the kick drum's a little shifted, so yeah. it's just herky-jerky. It is. And that's the cool thing about the song is everything is all over the place. The drums are all over the place. That sample's down tempo. Um, her voice is not in tune at all uh, and not always in time. And even with all of that, it's such a cool song. Like you can have everything sort of out and you know what I mean? Like not exact and, and, uh, and it, it still works. So that's a clash. And then, so <laughs> you've got uh, this one. That's the sample. And then this sample. Uh, that's basically the song. So those samples are called uh, the Hollywood Edge samples. Okay. So apparently this company called the Hollywood Edge made a bunch of um, recordings uh, that Hollywood like movie producers would use, including Busy Sidewalk. Oh. And so there's this like, there's this collection of all these samples yeah, that all, yeah, the, all the movies would know. Yeah. And that's where she pulled those, yeah, those makes sense. from. That's not surprising. Whatever. Uh, what's the, oh, the 357 Magnum one is called. 357 Magnum Pistol Shot 3, Close Perspective, More Ring Than the FX-28. That's the name of that sample. But Hollywood Edge um, was an American sound effects company that produced stock sound effects libraries in the 90s to early 2000s. 
what it was one of the most popular stock audio companies for the movies until it went out of business in 2014. Oh, what happened? Went bankrupt. Oh no. I guess it was so much people were recording their own stuff. So many people oh. once digital recording happened. Yeah. I have I have buddies who make like who who record like yeah. they'll go out into the woods and re- record streams or whip sounds or like all sorts of different stuff because they can it's throw it up friends, in libraries. Huh? No, they're just audio engineers yeah, and they'll yeah, just yeah. throw it up and people license it from it, just like licensing a song. So as long as you kind of advertise, I actually helped my buddy, Bob, I helped him record like a bunch of samples once it was a, it was like a fun, a fun day. Um, but anyway, so that, that's basically the song. And is this uh, the most badass song ever done by a woman? Um, not the, not one of the most badass songs, including a woman, but maybe completely done by a woman. So the D'Antward, uh, is another one of my Dantward. Do you know them? The answer Dantward is a, is a South African rap group. Love them. Mm. Um, the enter the ninja, that song had some play on the radio. Their flow, their flow is amazing. Some of the Fuji stuff is pretty badass. Not as bad as this. I agree. This this is really bad. And she's really badass. Like this album, this album has some really killer tracks on it. I'll I'll play a couple of them, but Dantward has got, um, Yolandi is the, the female rapper. It, she is, she does, there's a song called uh, Hey Fatty Boom Boom. It's so good. Um, and she, she's a, she, she's mm. a great rapper and it's, it's super badass. You should, I wonder if you'd really like them. Probably. They're a little harsher, uh, rap, but very, very good. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you some stuff. All right. Yeah. I'll listen to that. No, but this is super, super fucking badass. Um, I did want to play a couple other of the tracks from the album. Like this is a really cool song called Bird Flu. This sounds like Tiantwerd. Six eight, yes. weird for rap. It's a cool song. Yeah, that sounds like Yulandi. Which actually, her producer, who uh, her producer, what's this guy? She dated him for a, a bit. Uh, produced by Diplo, I think is his name, or Diplo. He was a producer for Deantwer too. So you can you can hear kind of the some of the similarities there, particularly in that song. But my favorite is the song called Boys, which I'll skip yeah. a little around on it. But it just it start the. She plays with rhythms in such an amazing way. It's it's Afrikaans beats and um and like uh chorus shouting and and uh she just changes the beat all over the place. But listen, how it starts is way different than how it ends. And now it goes halftime with a triplet. So awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. There's a cool thing. Uh, it's got some play in. Um, no, but it's got like some. This might, Did have it? Been, might have been. I don't know if it was in Vice Principles or something like that. Oh, oh it's been. It has been. Yeah. This, this, it's in something. This has gotten stuff. Yeah. It's a really good. Did you do another song called Bad Girls off a different album? Yeah, it's, it's a next really album. cool song. And that got some play too. Like, And it's all these like movies. like, And I know obviously uh, Paper Planes is very famous in Pineapple Express. It was in all yeah, the trailers yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's in a lot of these like comedies that are like um, where the, the the leads are doing kind of like dangerous things or things that are kind of like risky, and then they'll play that song for some reason. Like I don't know yeah. why it has that effect of like comedic but dangerous, which is kind she of has how that I feel when I listen to her stuff. Yep. Um, but there's a lot. She's really talented. Really talented. Uh, yeah, I love that song, boys. It's so it's so awesome. I highly recommend you listening to this album. It's called um, it's called Kala. It's named after her mother. Her first album was uh, named. Aru- Arular? I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it's named for her father. Okay. And so this call is named for her mother. And Do you uh, watch the video, Paper Planes? Yeah. It's yeah. cool. The Beastie Boys are in it, man. I know they are. Yeah, so they, awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, video, she, video is sick. It's really good. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know the concept behind the song? She was trying to get into the United States and she was having immigration problems. I knew that because she's uh um what's uh what is her a Tamil is her ethnic background um which is a ethnicity that lives in I think Sri Lanka and southern India. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm wrong about all that stuff, but I know she spent time in her early youth in in southern India, and um it's an oppressed ethnicity that faces genocide. And so there are revolutionaries who fight that, including her dad. And so she was denied a visa into the United States. She wanted, after her first album, she wanted to come to the United States and do her second album with Timbaland. Right. And they wouldn't let her in because of her ties to her dad. Um, And so she got really jaded and pissed off about the immigration in the United States. And she, she's, she's like, the U S treats immigrants from third world countries. Like they're just drug dealers, thugs, terrorists. They probably think I'm going to fly planes into the towers, thus paper planes. So that's what this song is about, is like how, how the U.S. views um, third world country immigrants. And in the video, she's playing like a- A drug dealer. Yeah, like, yeah. doing some of that stuff. And uh, yeah. it's, it's all shot, it's obviously made to America. That's all shot in Bed-Stuy in, in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's right. Um, which Bed-Stuy now is, is pretty, uh, it's becoming a nicer uh, neighborhood by the, by the second, but uh, when is this was Brooklyn? shot, it wasn't as nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, wasn't as nice. So it was a bit more of a dangerous neighborhood than it is now. Yeah. And I think that's part like her uh, sarcasm yeah. really comes out in, in these songs and like her, her anger. And and even in the first album, it's it's more politically charged. I would say she's more overt in her, she's, she knows how she hides it a little bit better in this one, but it's still super sarcastic and and dark and, uh, and cynical. And mm. I think she, I think it comes across amazingly. I think she does a great job with it. Um, MTV censored it. Like, wouldn't let her yeah. play the gunshots. Yeah, and MTV like, was, yeah. That sucks, yeah. though. It's like, come on, guys. I mean, it's, it, it, we've seen worse. Um, yes. Oh, and then, so we talked in the last episode how T.I. on his album mm-hmm. used this song as the sample in their song Swagga, uh, in his song Swagga, but that's right, all right, Kanye. Right. And I just wanted to show again, yeah. like, what happens there. So they use, here's the Mia, uh, M-I-A version, uh, part that you they use. The, you I know, I know. You, you infected me. I know, me. I know. Here it is. It's not good. Swagger like us. So what she's singing is an interval called a fourth. That's a fourth. What... Kanye is just fucking so brilliant. He detunes her bottom. Well, he detunes the whole thing, but he detunes the bottom note that she sings a half step. He pitches it down and then makes it a tritone. And we talked about this on, on, um, on the show before where the tritone in music is the second most out interval that you can do. The most, the second most grading interval, the half step is the most because it's a really close, uh, a close interval, super grading, but the tritone is the second most and and by doing it, it made this song super dark. Changed her, changed her voice. Yeah, it makes this really cool dark sound. I just brilliance by by Kanye. But it makes it's no wonder why Kanye and Jay Z they both wanted to work with mm. MIA. Oh yeah, because she, I mean, and the Beasties were in their video. Yeah. like you know, like you can tell really the most talented people in music wanted to be involved with her. Um, because she's doing really innovative, exciting, interesting, dark things. Yeah. So um, really good song. Really interesting. If you haven't like, I was listening to a lot of her stuff for the last couple of days and uh, I, I, I always liked her. I was like, oh no, there's some really good stuff here. So yeah, I recommend if you guys are bored, looking for some good music, 
do a deep dive on yeah. MIA. MIA, yeah, check her out. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything else with the song, really. No, that's it. Good, let's call it a day. You done? You don't want to talk about where you were? So uh, this was, so 2008, November 2008, was where my fear of flying came to a head. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah. Um, did we talk about this before? I think you uh, maybe on, I think we talked I, about it. I thought it was on KMS. I know I've set up a, a fear of flying, but I don't yeah. know that I really delved into it much. Maybe a little bit. I don't know that I got so specific because it's, it's embarrassing for me. Yeah. Um, I know I talked about it on KMS, like my first or second episode on there. He was asking me about flying to Brazil, I think. And I was like, right, oh, I'm right, afraid right. of flying. Um, but how it started, I used to fly all the time when I was a kid because I had family members in Iowa. So every right, summer I'd go there. That. What was that? We've talked about that. You no. find Iowa. Yeah. Do you want, you don't want me to reference that again? Or can I- no, no, no. I'm just adding context to the audience. Okay. And then down to Florida in fourth grade, went to Disney World and, and you know, some other like vacation spots. But it was, Relatively frequently, I went on, I don't know, dozens of flights, I would say. Some, some good, some bad. Uh, bad one came coming back from, um, from Florida. We hit a huge storm, had to divert to New York. And like it, it, everybody was like puking on the plane. It was, it was, oh, uh, that was a really rough yeah. one. And I've had some other ones that were, that were not comfortable. Uh, flying into Salt, uh, Salt Lake City is a tough one too because you're, you're, uh, you're surrounded by the Rocky Mountains and it's in this valley and kind of how, how the, plane, the plane has to sort of like um, has to f- kind of fly inside this ring of, of mountains to get to the airport. And then, uh, of course, when you're around mountains and topography, you get all these wind gusts. It's, it's kind of a fucked up situation. But I, uh, I, but I was fine flying. I think the, but the first time I really, it really started to mess with me was uh, in college going to England with John, where I was like, oh, it's a six and a half hour or seven hour flight coming back or something. And I was like, oh, I'm just not, like, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm ready to be done. I'm ready to be done. It's never comfortable to fly anyway because you're, I'm tall and you're just in these tiny ass no, seats. Sucks. sucks. Yeah. People like it though. I don't, I don't understand. No one likes it. People do like it. I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But then of course with increased security after not, uh, nine 11, the whole process sucks. You can't yes. just, you, whatever. I completely agree. You have to get naked in front of them and fucking put yeah. all your shit in that thing that goes through a scanner and your shoes are off and you got to be there three hours before us. All stupid. But then, um, I then, so it just got increasingly, I went to Switzerland after that and it was uncomfortable, but it was fine, but it didn't, it didn't really register. I didn't really think about it. Like why, what is, what is happening? Like you're just uncomfortable. You're not liking it, but I, I didn't just like sort of grinned and bear it. Didn't, did not give much conscious attention to it. But it, then after nine 11, that fucked me up. And uh, I didn't fly for a while, not because well, of that. Because nine eleven, No, it just, we weren't, I just wasn't. It was, it was, it fucked you up. It fucked me up to think about. I think that messed with my feelings about flying. You know, like terrorists are going to like. No, it's not that, but just like, like, I don't know, just more mortality. It was, it, 9-11 happens in like the right time to think about mortality in my life. Okay. It really did. Because when you're a kid, you know, you're early 20s, like through high school or something, you don't really think about your mortality or I never really did. I knew someday I would die, but right. it, it wasn't it was so far off. It didn't matter. But when okay. you start hitting your early 20s, you're out of school, you're on your own, you're doing your own shit. At least for me, that's when it started to hit me. Okay. But and then 9-11 was like the perfect time for that where it just kind of strikes you again. And uh, and then I'm just, I was already uncomfortable kind of making these associations. And But I wasn't flying for a while anyway because no, I was poor and we weren't going sure. anywhere. But we ended up, uh, uh, ex of mine and me were going to, uh, same ex that stayed with me through California that sort of ends the story. We were going down to visit her family in Florida. And um, that's when we flew through a hurricane. And I was like... Uh, we we get up in the we're 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 uh, about to take off and the the um, pilot's like, 
Uh, just so you know, it's going to get a little bumpy because we're, well, we're flying through a hurricane. I was like, what? that fucking safe, <laughs> you know? Um, this, by this time, I'm like 25 or 26. And it was, a, you know, that was a rough one. It was a really rough flight. And I was uncomfortable before. I didn't want to go before, but I was like, I, I always grinned and bear it, uh, bared it, even when I was uncomfortable. But uh, then it was, a, it, was just, it was just a rough flight. And just stormy the entire way, uncomfortable the entire way, whatever, got through it. But then again, moved to California, and it had been a long time before I had to fly. And I got a job in 2000, um, like right at the end of 2007. First, like a couple months into me being there, I found a job working for a chiropractor. And uh, right after I got the job, it's actually November, I think, of 2007, he wanted to go to a conference on the other side, <laughs> which is going across country to the other side, to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, and I was really not looking forward to that. I like stayed. I <laughs> convinced my girlfriend. My girlfriend's like, what the fuck? Come on. Um, convinced her to like stay at the, we stayed at like a, a, a hotel right by the airport. I don't know. I just felt like it, I would be more comfortable if I didn't have to like drive in and dread it. And I could just wake up and like get in there and go. Okay. Super uncomfortable. So we ended up staying at this like shitty motel, like right near the San Francisco airport. Uh, Cause we were living in the East Bay at the time, actually far enough away. It was in Vacaville. So getting there would have been like an hour and a half or two hour trip right. anyway, but as a slightly justified, but not really. And, um, and it sucked. Like I was a mess the entire way through go, getting there and then come, which way is further going from e or which way it takes longer going from East to West. So the I way forget. back was like out there was like five and a half hours, closer to seven on the way back from Atlanta. And I was like, I was just not, I was, I was really, really beat up. So, uh, don't fly again until, um, the first year that I worked for the retina practice, um, we did, so we, every year there would be a, like a big ophthalmology practice, uh, conference with like 2000 people would go and a huge like event. And, uh, the first one was in San Francisco, so didn't have to go anywhere. But the second one happened in 2008 and in November of 2008. And it was again in Atlanta and I was thinking, you know, I had committed to going, I paid for tickets are like 800 bucks to go to the conference. Yeah. And, and, uh, my, I'm, I'm besides the, uh, so the doctors are the boss, but I'm, I'm the, you know, besides them who own the practice, I'm, I'm like the top person there and, uh, me, but I do have a, like a, um, another, um, manager who's like a finance, kind of the financial manager. She would deal, like manage the, the booking uh, it's not the booking, the billing uh, part of the company and like liaison with the, um, with the accounts, but she wouldn't do any of the HR stuff or any of the, wasn't, wasn't, uh, didn't have to like deal with the property or, or people or, or any of that stuff that was all on me, procedure stuff that was all on me, but she's an older woman. So I, I kind of like looked up to her, but she'd been in the, uh, there for a long time. She's a super nice woman. And, uh, she was committed. Everybody was committed. The doctors were going, even some of the staff were going, like it was kind of a pretty, you, if you got to go, it was yeah, like a really right. cool thing. Yeah. You know, it was, you're getting trusted and the whole thing would, they had a lot of money so that everybody you know, you'd get paid well, you'd eat well. It, yeah, it, it was thing. good. And it was good for me too. Cause I'd get to meet other people, um, and network a bit and I'd stay in a really nice place and, uh, you know, but I was dreading it for, uh, for like months before it happened. And, uh, and I'm like, how am I going to, what am I going to do? Like, I don't want to fly. Like I can't, I, th th this is not, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, it's not comfortable. And so I, but I bought a plane ticket and I just sort of put it out of my, I tried to put it out of my head and just like, okay, don't freak out. Like you just go and do it. But then the week of, I'm like, I can't come to find out the, the woman um, who worked with me, she was actually going to 
she decided she was going to take a train because her mother wanted to go and, um, and she, her mother doesn't fly. So I was like, oh, train cross country. But by that time, like, because I thought, I thought that would be kind of a ridiculous thing to take three days to go on a it train. Is, across. Really it is, right, it for is. a six-hour flight. Like, right. that's a ridiculous, it is a ridiculous thing. thing. But it's like, what is worse? Like, grinning and bearing a three-hour, th- sorry, three-day pl- uh, train trip or a six-hour plane. And it actually kind of sounded better to do the, the train. But I'm like, it's too late for that. I'm not going to find a ticket. And, and how am yeah. I going to pay for that? Like, how am yeah. I going to explain that? And I was so embarrassed. I really was freaking out. Um, so the conference would have started on a Monday. And Friday afternoon before, I, I'm like, okay, I could drive and book it across country. And if I leave now, like Friday afternoon, I like made the snap decision. If I leave right now, Friday afternoon, I can get there in time for the conference. So I tell my girlfriend, she's like, you're fucking crazy. Like, you're not going to do, that's not going to be good. You go, right. it's not good. I was like, I drive, I'm fine. I can, you know, convincing it. And I'm like that. Uh, and I, and it's, it's weird. Like you picture like, that's going to be a better option, but I'm just going to be depressed the entire way. I'm going to have to run. It's not, it's, it's not a good option. No. Like, when am I going to sleep? Like right. I, I would be cutting it close anyway. Yes. But I convinced myself that this is the better move. And so I start going. Oh yeah. I get. Probably a few hundred miles. And I'm like, this is not, no, this is not good. No. And I turn around and I go home and I'm like, I am completely destroyed. Cause I'm like, I am too afraid to fly and I'm not going to make the conference. And how am I going to explain this to my people? Um, I was a fucking wreck. And, uh, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to take the plane the next day next, uh, or whatever it was. Maybe it was Sunday. I was leaving. We're supposed to leave. It was Saturday or Sunday. And, uh, I refused. Oh, Jesus. Like, I just, I stayed. I, I was like, I, it was, I was supposed to leave in the morning. I'm like, I can't, I, like, I can't do it. I can't go. I can't go. I was like, so freaked out by it. I don't even know what it is. It's just close. I, I was afraid I'd have a panic attack. I've never had a panic attack, by the way. But I was afraid I'd have a panic attack. I'd freak out on the plane. I'd start swinging. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd just, you know, I'd act out or, and, and I don't even know why. Like, I know that flying is way safer than any other form of fucking travel. But I mean, obje- the objectivity like, doesn't matter. It just seems like you are uncomfortable. No one, I mean, I've flown a lot for work. So I've flown for years. I flew regularly um, for when I was doing sales and, and it sucks. It's not comfortable. It's not fun. It's really not. It's like, it, it's not good. No, what it's about is I've forced myself to do it so long that I could no longer force myself to do it. No, I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. It's like night's not psychologically okay anymore for me to force myself to do it. You don't, you don't seem to buy that. I, I don't believe in fear. I think fear is You don't believe in fear. I don't believe in fear like that. No. Well, fear exists. I mean. Yeah, I, I know, but I don't think it's like, I, I, I. No, you can, you're just thinking that you can put it away. Well, you can. I mean, anyone can, if you have to. Like, I mean, uh, you know, like, I'm sure they didn't want to storm the beach in Normandy, but you just do it. You know, like, and that's a real fear. That's real. That's real consequences. So it's like, yeah, I mean, things suck. But if you just do it, I mean, it's, it sucks. I hate, I'm not, a, you know, I have no fear of it, but I, I'm very, oh, you're right. You're tall. If you're tall, oh man, you know, especially if you're like Spirit Airlines or some shit, it's fucking awful. You're like, you're uncomfortable, you know, especially if you have all these changeovers. Oh, it's awful. It's just a, a terrible experience. The airports are awful. People are rude. It sucks. Every part of it sucks. Um, but you do it. You just you do it because you have, it's, a, it's the most efficient way to get somewhere. In a situation like your thing for work, you have to go. So you, so what happened? So how did it? What happened with work? 
Um, I lied to him. You said you were sick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, no, I, I, got, I, I took the coward's way out and I had my girlfriend lie to them. Oh, no. Well, she, she offered and then I let, so she called and, and said that I was like super sick or yeah. whatever. And uh, I would have bought it. You know what I mean? That makes, if I was your boss, if you were a good employee. Yeah, I was my like, doctors, yeah. I was my doctors. Oh, that makes they sense. Were, that sucks for Matt. They, uh, one of the, after the weekend, or after that, like next week when I came back in, um, one of the doctors came in and was like, something not right about your story. Really? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. That would, see, that would make me nervous. That yeah, it sucked. Would, yeah. Well, I wasn't nervous. I, I mean, I was a, I really, I was a good employee. Like they liked yeah. me. I did, I did a good job. Like, I, I work hard. I did a good job. So I knew I wasn't like yeah. in- um, in hot water. Yeah, I knew yeah. that. Yeah, nothing was going to come of it. But All still, right. like for it to skew their opinion of me, that sucks. It sucks. Yeah. So uh, you don't think that there's anything that exists that you would be afraid of that would keep you from acting in a situation? So like, I, there's things I don't want to do. Like I would be afraid. It's to not do, just about like, not bungee jumping. On. It's not about just like not. I would be afraid to do bungee jumping. I would be really scared. I'd be like really. But I think that's like a reasonable. I guess it's like you know, but like that has like real risk as far as like you know hurting your back. But I'm not saying like this is rational. Yeah, I guess irrational fear. Yeah, this is an irrational fear. Right, it, I just, it, it does I just, exist, though. You just said it didn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't really exist. No, it, it does it, exist. But it exists in your mind. But, no, there, not, but there are plenty of people on the planet who are afraid of yeah, stuff. But yeah, but they shouldn't be. Well, I guess, yeah, we should all go. Yeah, well, you know what? A lot of people are afraid of COVID right now, and they shouldn't be. Sure. That, but, it, but it exists. I mean, you're not, you're, you're just saying yeah, it but exists. But, it, but it's silly, though. Like it's a, it exists, but you're it's, saying it's, my fear of flight is silly. Yeah, oh yeah. Your fear of flight is absolutely ridiculous. And you know it is. You just said it was. You're like, oh, I know it's the safest. No, I said it's irrational. I wouldn't say it's silly. Like it's a real it's thing. A, same difference. Well, it's like a mental, Semantic. I mean, but to a certain extent, I'm not saying that I'm mentally ill, but, th but that is a, that is on that, on that trajectory. Sure, there's a I mental guess. illness there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's true. So huh. maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm not being as sympathetic. I just, no, I, you're not at all. Oh, actually. I'm, I'm sure I'm not. No, you're, um, you're, no, you're not at all. It's fine. That's not fine. No, I don't appreciate you. Oh, not okay, having... I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I, you don't wait, wait, wait. No, I don't appreciate okay. you don't have empathy for me for this. No, for I this don't. Fear. Not for this one. No. Okay. I, I, I that, just... uh, episode done. What was that? Oh, stop it. Oh, Matt. No, that's not. No, we can't, we can't have a conversation about it. That's, that's not a good way to end the show. That's not a, that's not a good way to end the show. Well, can we want to go back on? Don't do that. That's, that, don't do that. That's not a good way. We're having a conversation. I'm being honest. Ah, uh, you're being shitty, actually. I'm not. I'm being honest. Yeah, maybe, and shitty. Be, maybe it is shitty, but I'm yeah, being honest. But don't end this show like that. That's not. I, I, it's, it's, I have no a shitty thing to do. Yeah. It's, well, it's here, so we got it. But uh, right. I, you're but, being mad at me, then I don't know. It's, I am uh, mad. How do you? Right. I, I, I just don't do that. But I don't do that to you. Where where you have an emotional response to something, I don't just shit on you like that. I don't do that. We're just having a real conversation. It, what, about it, which I think was interesting. It's still here. You want to talk on the mic or not? It's been on. You just said uh, you. Well, I cut this one first, but this well, one's here. How do here. I know that? Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Who cares? I don't know. I don't know. All, all right. I mean, how would I? How would I know that? I. I all right. I. I think you're being over the top with no, this I, here. No, I think. Which no, maybe I, think, I should have expected, but I. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you should. <laughs> yes, well, because because you 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 because you will you'll take these things. If we're just having. I do take it personally, right? And you yeah, should. No, we're having but, a conversation. But when you tell me story, when you tell me stories about sensitive topics in your life, I don't. I don't do that though. I don't do that. Like I, I can actually put myself in your shoes and say, oh, okay, I can understand your perspective there, or I understand that that's an emotional response for you, and you get that, and I have empathy for you there. I don't just say it's silly or it shouldn't happen or it doesn't exist. That's a ridiculous thing. Plenty of people have fears about stuff. Sure. It's, that, it exists. It's an actual yeah, yeah, emotional response. I guess response. It, shouldn't, it shouldn't exist, I guess is the word. And, and right, maybe you're not being, not being. But like we are biologically, like we have, it, it, we are 
biologically tuned to be afraid of stuff. We just are. And some people can, I, so there are things that I'm afraid of that I push my, I'm afraid I can be afraid of heights, but I push myself through that. Sure. I can do that. But that's not and some always fear, the and case. And some fear is good. Of course, it, but, that's not always, us from but that's not always being. the case with, with people. Like there are people who are afraid of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there are. I know there's a lot of people afraid of stuff. And a lot of the things that we are afraid of for the majority of things like that are, we shouldn't be. And, and it holds us back. Yeah. No, so I disagree. I would say, well, yeah, no, it holds us back. But I also think that at some point, forcing yourself to do something is not, is not emotionally or psychologically good for you anymore. Hmm. Uh, I guess it depends what it is, I guess. I, right? not, I, I mean, I'm not a psychologist. I, really, so I don't like, know. This, this is one of the reasons why I don't like to do the stories. Cause I, I just uh, like, I, I, when you do it, it's just, I, I like, I don't, I don't judge you. I, maybe I should, maybe I should judge you the same way that you judge me. It's, it's, it's rough. It's tough doing this type of well, thing with you. Well, I guess it, I don't, you're, yeah. you're, you're, I will say the only person in my life who has these kind of reactions when I'm asking questions about their stuff. It's not asking questions. You are judgment. No, you were making judgments. You were telling me it's silly. It's irrational. That fear doesn't exist. Those are judgments. Okay. But it's just my opinion. I mean, it could be, I could be wrong. I could be full of shit. You can tell me that. And I'll yeah, be, but oh, it's shit. Right. Oh, maybe, maybe you're on to something there. You can, you can, I, I'm not like, no, I'm, I'm, saying not, I'm not concrete. You can sway me. I can, yeah, I can I say something. You can, we can have a discussion about it. It's kind no, of the whole point do, of the show. No, but what I can tell is you don't have empathy for me in that situation. And, and that's fine. It's just, uh, we, I, yeah. we handle, we handle our interpersonal uh, relationships different. Uh, yeah, we do. Yes, we, we do very much. Yes, clearly. it's very true. Yeah, right. Clearly. Yes. I think, I think you, you take, you, you take, you, Take two, you take these two personally, I think, with some of this stuff. This is a personal story. It's, it's the name of the segment, dude. I know, but, it, but it's also just a conversation on a podcast. And we can have, and we can, maybe you, you can take something from what I'm saying, or take something you're saying, that can be kind of the interesting part of the conversation. <clears throat> you are very concrete with things. I'm not, about, I'm not concrete. You, I, let you, you I let you tell me it doesn't exist. Right. That I should push myself through it, that it was silly before I reacted to you. You kept going on that track, and it's like, okay. You kept asking. You, you, I you, did not. You did. So you said it's silly. You actually did. You well, pointed no, me a I, couple different times. After you said it was silly, then I questioned you on it. Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So, and I did, and I, ex I tried to explain why I think it is, and you got really upset. Yeah, I did. After you, right. After, well, then what am I supposed to do there, then? What are you supposed, I don't know. Have a little bit of empathy with, okay. uh, with someone. With, with your fellow man. With your fellow podcaster. Yeah, maybe sometimes that would be nice. <laughs> all right, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, you talk about emotional stories all the time. I think I handle them pretty well. Like I do, I tell emotional stories. I think I have some. I think I might have more. I don't know. I think I'm more self-deprecating, maybe, or just it's just if I fuck up. Like I told the story about how I got drunk and I was an idiot. Like the last story we just told. I'm like, oh, I'm I know. Really and up I, here. And I, didn't say I don't hear a lot of like really uh, really fucked up here from you. It's like this is how I see the world, and that's it. And it's like, if, well, it's like, all right, well, all right. There's not a lot no, of that's humility. Not, that's not true at. The fuck are you talking about? I said this is an embarrassing part of my life. I, that's how I started with it. Like this is an embarrassing part. I said that I I lied, which made me feel like really uncomfortable. Like yeah, judge myself. That was about interesting. That. It was a good story. Yeah, but you just said that there's not a lot of humility there. That's bullshit. That's true. You're right. No, you're right about that. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're old now. This is this. this it makes it makes it not fun. It makes it not fun. Exactly. It makes it not fun. Well, yes, I, I have more I, empathy. Don't, don't tell us I have more anymore. empathy right. for your life and your experience than you have for mine, and that sucks. I don't think that's true. I just think I look at I. It, 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 I I'm just doing a show here, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I think I think you expect too much of me sometimes with this stuff. I do actually. I do expect. I mean. You don't have to, like, we don't have to be that close, but no, I do expect that I we're would friends. I would, if and, any of my friends said they were afraid of flying this, I would be so much, 
harsher on them. Well, that would be shitty. You'd be it wouldn't shitty. be. You'd, you'd be it's, shitty no, friends. it's like what friends do. And no, like, friends support each then, other too. Right, but it's also support is there too. It's it's a it's a mixed bag. It's complicated. But I would always bust <laughs> my friend's balls about not being able to fly. But then, but then they're like, hey, man, can you like bring me to the, or, you know, can, can we talk through this? Yeah, I, 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 it's, it's more complicated. It's more depth. I feel maybe because maybe it's on this show and it's just like simply like one level. It doesn't have the levels of depth that it would have like in a more like social basis. Like, you know what I mean? Like there might be more complexities there that are missing because we're just simply just doing it on this show. Yeah. Well, there's also like, there's the, there's sort of a, um, there's a, I mean, there's a stupid thing to a way to classify, but there's like an emotional bank account too. There's like, you build trust by, by like being good to each other. Yeah. And you know, and so if you bust on each other, well, that works to a certain point, but then if there's not enough trust built up, then it starts to fucking hurt more. And I mean, some, like, I don't, you don't, I don't get a lot of empathy from you in general, I'm which is fine. I'm not an empathetic guy. I've never been. I, I, don't, I don't, I, I yeah, don't, well then if you're shitty to me, I'm going to tell I you. I don't think it's being shitty. I just think that, I just don't know what you expect. Like you do a podcast with support. The, uh, uh, Some support sometimes. I don't know. I think I'm pretty supportive, Matt. I think I'm pretty supportive. Okay, well. I mean, I'm, we're doing the show here. Yeah, it's gonna be a little, have a little fun, I'm, you know, and and it's a bit more of a performative thing. But I think I'm pretty supportive. Yeah, not uh, not really in my uh, in right. my stories, but I guess that's where we're at. I don't know. Okay. If you if you don't like do it, I I I doubt I'm going to. I'm not gonna probably be Fine. the shoulder the, to lean. No, then, then don't. Then, I'm not expecting that, but I also don't want you to just say that my fears I, are silly or that. They shouldn't exist or fear shouldn't exist. But if I, mean, I feel so that way and we're doing the show, what am I, what should I say? That's fine. But I also, then I'm going to push back if you say something like that. And you like can, that. I yeah. wish you would, but you didn't. You got, you got a mad. I got mad after you kept going down that fucking You kept prompting me to, you kept you, you're asking me to reiterate what I was saying. <laughs> after you did it a few times. Yes, I did have you make, I made you, yes. I asked you to commit to it. Yes. Right. Yeah, of course. But if you, all right. She has a difficult balance. So if you want me if you tell a story and we're doing a podcast, it's my, I think this has some sort of reaction to it or at least ask questions and, and do that. That's, that's sort of what, what my job is here. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think I handled you. Tell, I, I knew that your last story was a sensitive topic for you. It was something that you were not proud of. You're getting getting drunk. Yeah, but but that's okay. Maybe, maybe maybe that's what, maybe that's what you expect from people. But, uh, but that's not, I guess that's not the way that I would want to treat someone that I cared about. I wouldn't want to just do that. Even if it's on the podcast, it's still real life. It's still like us as people who know each other. So I just wouldn't do that in that situation. Maybe that's what you expect. Uh, I just, I, I, I have a theory. I think you forwarded this whole, you told the story and you, you, this is like a litmus test. This is like, all right, see how Chris reacts. This. And if Chris is like kind of an asshole, I, does, I don't want to do the stories anymore. You're giving me too much credit. I didn't, right. I didn't that's think how, that. That's how it feels now. I feel like I was like failed this test or something. No, I, I don't test you. That's not, that's not what right. I do. I don't test you like that. Know. It was just quite a reaction to, I don't know. I don't know. I think, well, it's because I, I, I mean, there's lack of empathy and I think now we're seeing it. I think it's pretty clear now. I think it's always been clear. I've never been anything, but I don't know what you want me to be. I'm not what you, I'm not what you, like, I'm, like, I'm always, I'm always, I try to be honest. If you, you know, off air, if you ask me to keep something secret, I, I always do, you know, not that we have too many secrets, but like, you know, if you say, well, hey, not, yeah, hey, keep course. us in the dowel. Yeah, like, of course. Like, I think I'm someone... I used to keep saying trust, but I think I'm pretty trustworthy. Yeah, no, 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 but emotional trust is a different thing than, yes, will you not say something to someone on air? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah, or not even that, but it's like, hey, like, this is bothering me. And I'll tell you something. It's like, hey, this, you know, because we're both kind of in this weird, 
we're in a unique circumstance with, with, with some of this, some of the stuff. And it's like, all right, well, this is kind of, you know, this kind of sucks. That kind of sucks. We don't, we don't, I don't blab mouth. And there's been times where I, I maybe, or maybe it's just how we just interpreted having someone's back. I think I've had your back a ton in the last year and a half and uh, with, with certain things. And maybe you don't think that's that, you don't see it that way. Maybe, and maybe you think, oh, well, Chris should have my, be kinder to me on the show. And maybe I, I don't see that as a huge value, as a huge, as a, as important thing as you do. No, it's weird that you don't have empathy for me having fear about something. Like it's something that's, that's like been kind of a, a pretty big defining part of my life, unfortunately, in a negative way. But have you done anything to fix it? Have you talked to therapists? Have you done, have you done a lot of stuff? That, that would have been a, that would have been a better line of, of, uh, of, uh, of questioning, of course. Yes. Okay. A ton of that. All right. Yes, I've done a ton of work on it and failed. Yes. That would have been a great line of questioning. Hey, what have you done right, for just, it? I just, just asked. What do, you, what do you want me? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know. Uh, no, um, it's, it's probably um, all me then. Yeah. It's not I'm that sure. at all. I think, I think it's, well, it's your reaction is you. That's, you control your reactions, you know? But um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not, I wasn't trying. I was, that's the thing too is like, you have to, like, I'm not trying to like make you that upset. Let's see. I think, I, I, I I don't come here to be like, oh, I'm going to go make Matt no, so mad I'm he wants not, to stop doing no, the show. I just, I just, I mean, it, just, just, it, shows, it just shows like, I, I just wouldn't treat people that I care about like that. That's all. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just like fucking diminish something that's, uh, that's, that, that's affected them that way. But, but that's fine. I, I don't know. I, I, don't know I, guess, I guess I would with my friends, I guess. But, but I don't know. But like I said, maybe it is different though. I will acknowledge that, that you know, us sharing the stories, it's just one layer where if we were just doing the social, it would have more, it would have deeper layers and it might allow for more ball busting. wouldn't feel just like ball busting. Sure. So that, that's, there's probably some truth there. But there's times where like, I know, it, I'm just not going to bust your ball. I'm not going to go after you when you're a more emotionally raw. I'm just not going to do that. Maybe I, maybe, maybe that would make it a more entertaining thing. I don't know, but that's just not my instinct to do. I just want to give you space to feel a certain way and, you know, and maybe try to learn more about it, but not like, not, not judgment, not in like a, not in a tougher emotion. Cause it just makes me not want to like open up and talk about stuff that is tough for me. Cause like, what, like what, what's the point of doing that then? Well, let's entertain the audience, Matt. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We can entertain the audience with. But that's what we're, that's what we're doing. So the stories hopefully have some sort of, enter, it's, it's what the, but the story, like when I tell a story, I'm doing it. So the audience is hopefully entertained. Yeah. But you're not doing, you're not trying to provoke me. I mean, that's a. Uh, no. Or, right, so it's authentic. It's not. You know, we're not. Yeah. Yes, we're doing. No, no, a my friend Paul was trying to tell a story that I think is somewhat. You know, we're trying to pull from that time period, which sometimes can be tough. Yeah, and just trying to find some ent- entertaining story. To, and you know, I, that's the only way I look at. it. I don't really think about it much more than that. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, what can you know? What can we tell here? With this well, thing? it's harder for me because there, are, you know, if especially with things that are that I'm not proud of, and uh, this is one of them. So we all have stuff we're not proud. That's the thing too. Is like I, we all have stuff we're not proud. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay if, I, if someone thinks. It's the thing too. Is like it doesn't. Who gives a fuck what I say too? Like it's okay if someone doesn't think. A lot of people probably don't think your fear is very valid. A lot of people probably feel that. But it's like all right. Well, if it's real to you, then you better well fuck you. Yeah. Well, I guess that uh, yeah. There's certain people that I would say that to, and certain people I wouldn't. And you're someone that I wouldn't say that to. If you came to me with the exact same situation, I wouldn't just say that that's not valid. I mean, I, I, if I told, if I told that same story on the show, I bet you're right. I bet you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I, I, I believe you. Yeah. And, but I'm not all, but I'm also not doing it to get a rise out of you. I'm not like intentionally. I actually, this time, although I did think about it, I'm like, oh, you know what? It's, I'm like, oh, cause Matt gets sensitive with the stories. I did actually have a second thought before I said it. 
but not, but I, I just, but I didn't want to like, uh, start censoring ourselves. So I decided to still just say it. Yeah. Well, I guess here we are then. I mean, I don't know. So I can start to censor myself more and I can, or whatever or we can tell, you can tell. No, I guess if, if this is I, don't, I don't know what you want. I guess obviously it bothers you. I don't, I do, it just should be fun. I don't want it to bother you. No, but I, no, I, but I do think about your feelings though. I guess you don't have the same, you don't have the same thoughts. <laughs> do you think about your feelings? I mean, come on. I mean, I don't know. I, I, we do, we, you said on the show, I react to honestly. I, I think that's the way to, to, to do it. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to make you upset. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think, I think we both interpret this part of the show so differently that, I don't know. I, I, maybe we should, we should change how we do this because because you're obviously you. I see your face. You're really upset. I don't want to have you be upset. Like that's not the goal here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not want to do the stories on the show? Do you want to think about it? Well, I told you that weeks ago that uh, I know, this doesn't make I know. sense. And maybe and you maybe you were right. Yeah. I don't know. We can think about I it. Just, I just I I see I because there are other until you got things. upset. I thought that was a really interesting conversation. Honestly, didn't feel like it. Oh, that was really interesting. I bet our audience would too. I bet. I bet it was really because how often do you have that? You hear that conversation like that? Yeah. I mean, it's cool. We both were being honest. We both were talking to each other. I think we both were trying to explain our points somewhat intelligently. I thought it was actually really interesting. I was kind of shocked you had that re reaction. I think mean, you could probably hear it. If you keep, you can keep all of it. I don't care. But when I when I thought the show was over, I don't know if this will go out, but we'll see. We'll all talk right. about. It. When I thought the show was over. Well, it's not going to go out. Mike anymore, but like it, 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 I, I was. Uh, I was shocked. No, oh, well, he's getting upset, you know, because you didn't seem that upset before. You know, say you know, ninety seconds earlier. Well, I mean, I can, I can take. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but you know what I mean. But if you're having a conversation with someone, and ninety seconds later they become the Hulk, it's like, oh, what's happening? Here? I didn't become the Hulk. No, you know what I mean. Uh, they get, they get upset. Yeah, yeah. But if, but before that though, it was, it was interesting because it's like, oh, that's a cool argument, right? Like, oh, someone has this fear, someone doesn't buy it. How do they, how do, you know, and they're both talking about it. That's, that's interesting to me. I just, what it, what it does, it makes me not want to talk about that shit anymore. Honestly, it does, it like, why talk about things that are raw or, or hard? I, I just, we interpret, yeah, I just, I, uh, I approach it differently with you. If you're raw about something, if you're emotional about something, I'm not going to come in there and like, and, and, uh, and, and pick it. Pick a fucking it scab or do anything. I'm just not or emotional about it. Yeah, but, the, too, but right. some things are realer to whether it's loss or whether it's fucking fear or whatever. Some people experience things. We all have different lives, so we experience things harder or softer. And I just try to judge if it if it's a situation where I know it could be raw for you. I just I I'm not trying to like couch. I just try. I just what I, I yeah. I reframe it in my head. I'm like, okay, how's Chris? Like, how does he experience this? Like, what's what's like. What's, a, what's like a, what's a way that he can talk about this, that he can get out and get what he needs to say, um, with it still being like, <sighs> it's going to be uncomfortable for you to talk about it anyway. So uh, do I want to make it a shit ton more comfortable, uh, uncomfortable? No, I don't. I guess that's the difference there. Yeah. It's like, it's not uncomfortable for me to talk about. So it's... every, I don't, I'm not really ever uncomfortable talking in the show. Uh, uh, okay. That might be, that might be a real thing though. All, all kidding aside, like all joke, all bullshit aside. So like, if I'm coming at it from a point of like, nothing I've talked about in shows ever made me uncomfortable. Uh -huh. So if you're coming at it from the, you're going to be more raw because we've all talked about uncomfortable things in our lives. And yep. I know when I do, I'm definitely more like the nerves are there, you know, exposed more than they are that if I'm not, you know, so maybe that's the difference. Maybe I'm just not for whatever reason, you know what I mean? That might be a thing. That might be why. And maybe that's why I don't have as much empathy as you might like, because I'm not, I'm just coming here. I tell a story. Yeah. 
And a lot, you know, stuff from my dad, stuff, that stuff that happened so long ago. It doesn't really like Kirk even made like Kirk made a joke about it. I get, I, and I can joke about that all day. Like, cause it happened so long ago. Now, if we had that same conversation in 1997, I would have been a wreck. Yeah. Well, this is ongoing. This isn't, uh, right. this isn't something that, that, uh, that's resolved. So, um, so I'm in it, but, uh, yeah, it's fresh. I guess. So maybe can you not tell stories that make you uncomfortable on the show? Is that possible? You I know what I mean? I'm just trying to. No, I think I want to tell. I mean, it's got to be real and, and yeah, well, I've, I've thought of that too. It's like, how much of me do I really want out there? Um, so I don't know. I mean, there, you don't win from being, you don't, I don't know. You don't win a lot of times from being honest about yourself. It's, it's the, it's, it's a much easier path to do because if you're telling the truth about yourself, uh, when you're, you know, and on a show, then, and you're not lying. If you're, if, if you, if it's real experiences and, and then, you know, it's, it's easier because you, whatever, it's easier than fucking making shit up or, or not talk, yeah. or talking about things that, are, that, that you don't care about. It's an easier show for me to do because then it matters. But, but then I feel like there's, I don't know, there's repercussions. So I don't know. I don't know. If it makes you feel better. I think your reaction is probably more normal than your reaction. Yeah, like your how you. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Look at it. it sucks to say like, oh, your fears are not valid. No, not it's that. Like, part. No, but no, I, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, how you go into looking at telling stories, and you go into kind of like that. I think is a probably more normal approach than maybe the one I take. I think you, you know, you're on the side of the majority there. Well, you're a storyteller too, so you've you've done that on stage, and I'm sure you've thought a lot about these. Um, some and some I have, some I haven't. Yeah. I might have it at all. Or maybe you can, maybe you can detach, but uh, it's harder for that me might to be detach. It. Some ways I can, but not, not for this stuff. And so, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. That's tough to hear. I don't, yeah, I don't, well, I wasn't trying to get you upset. Now I would, I would, I would uh, it's hard. Whatever. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I do think if it's a story that really does bother you, maybe you shouldn't, I'm not trying to censor the show, but you shouldn't. No, I guess not. I mean, I've, I, cause you know, cause you don't want but I don't want, but I also don't want to do, I don't, I want us to have fun doing the show yeah, I agree. and, you know, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't, you know, I mean, I'll talk all day or whatever, but I get, you know, this isn't the funnest way to end the show. I don't want to, I, I, at the end of the day, I don't want to see you upset, all kidding aside. And uh, that, you know, that's not the intent. That was certainly not my intent when I walked in. No, I, I don't believe it so, was So, uh, so that's not, you know, that's not what I want to see happen. So if that's the case, maybe, you know, kind of run it through the filter and be like, oh, is this something that's going to make me uncomfortable to talk about or not? And if it is, maybe don't. Yeah. Because, you know, we, neither of us want to see you upset. All right. I guess that's where we're at. Okay. I, I don't know how much you want to, you can, you can keep all of it. As far as I'm concerned, you can keep all of it, but you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I'll think about it. I don't know. I'll, I'll I don't know. I'll think about it. Anything else? That's all I got. See you next week.